up with Jason Andy. I believe this is episode number three and episode number three awesome uh, having an absolute ball connecting with Mr. Jace Ferguson up there in Macau and uh, this time around I got tongue-tied there Jace this time around we are going to send it over to the voice of the students we teach so we're going to be asking them some random questions about physical education that uh, they've been involved in and we're going to hear from them so what better way to have a podcast than to listen to the student voices that create the area and create the atmosphere and create the community that we aspire to be in and love being in. Hello, Andy, and it's great to hear with you. I'm super excited about this topic of the podcast. One of my favorite things is getting the input and hearing the voice of the students, having them part of the educational process as well. And I think it's great to kind of share their thoughts and their opinions on physical education. And I think this is going to be a great podcast with a lot of pretty cool results um yeah so this week it's been a really busy week we've actually been gone back to school full time um it's been interesting to be seeing all the students in the classrooms again you could tell that they missed us over the summer and see a brand new batch of grade seven students and helping them navigate uh, the transition from elementary school into middle school so it's been a very busy week uh i have a few students in my room right now who are actually being super quiet as i record this so I'm going to start off with a question from a student. So I'm going to grab one and get back to you with their response. All right, I have a student here. And the question is, what is your favorite part about PE and physical education? My favorite part about PE is the diversity of games that we have during PE, because we get to learn a lot of things and like experience a lot of things. Perfect, thank you. There we go, mate. We have our podcast underway with our first student voice i really love it because you know with without student voice we're not really listening to what is happening in the class so let's get that coming and that's the flavor for everyone for the week so you're going to be hearing lots of voices lots of different accents and lots of different thoughts about physical education we are celebrating national health and physical education week this week but today is so special it is wednesday i'm not sure when you're going to be listening to this podcast but wednesday the 2nd of september and it's national health and pe day today so we're celebrating it at lunchtime with a massive dance jam and tomorrow i'm with students in school so we're going to grab some of the voices at uh, leopold primary school tomorrow and ask them all about health and pe Okay, I have a student here, and this is actually going to be a two-part little bit of a critical question. So, in the past, you explained to me that you had a negative experience in physical education. Can you describe what it was about it that made it negative towards you? Um, I dislike PE because there were students with negative attitudes, and they would make people feel bad about themselves. 
Okay, thank you for sharing that. Now, my follow-up question to that is, I've taught you now for a year, and I've seen that your attitude has changed towards PE. So what has changed? What has changed from the beginning of the year to the end of the year that's made that change happen? Um, I think my attitude changed because of COVID-19, and during the pandemic and all that, I had the chance to focus on PE and not just get distracted by anyone. Awesome. Thank you very much. All right, I have another student here, and our question for the student today is, what is your favorite part about PE? Hi, my favorite part about PE is probably interacting with other students and building up new skills. Awesome, thank you. All right, so we have Ruby here, and Ruby, what is the things you love about PE? I love when there's Annette and the other class has to try and get balls over the other side and, and my class as well. And what strategies do you use in your head to make sure that you're helping your team? I, throw, I try to throw very far. And, sometimes, and once I got in the hoop, but it was only once. That's great work. Thank you. All right, Zara, what are the best things you love about PE? I love that we get to do um, really fun activities in PE. I love playing. Um, I don't know what it's called, but where you there's two um, classes in one class and we all play this game where we have to throw balls and try and get people out. And the strategy, what I use, is going on the very corner and try and hit people from the sides. Nice. Thank you for sharing that with me. Um, that is a good insight. I like how you've got strategy there as well. So, Fletcher, so what are some of the awesome things you like about PE, but some things you might like to change as well? I like... Um, I like... When we get to go outside and do games on the basketball court and stuff like that. And then I like also being inside and doing those like um, games where you have to like hit the hoop to get everyone back in and stuff like that. Yep. Yep. And I don't really have any dislikes about you. That's good to hear. Very good to hear. It seems we've got a very familiar common thread about what people love about PE. So tell me, what do you like most about PE? It's very fun. What What is it that makes it fun? Everything. Everything. Can you name something specifically that we do that you just enjoy so much that you just want to keep doing it? Um, when, um, before we actually, like, do the, do what we have to do, um, like, to get a little game after we've done all we've done. Oh, so like when we tie yeah. it all together. Yeah. Yeah, and you like those little games. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, mate. That's fine. All right, Jace. So we've heard from a few of our students, which is 
amazing and the positivity that comes with them. I know my students, believe it or not, they love team games where they're playing another class. But the funny thing is, I reckon that would make up probably four of the 40 lessons for the year, which has given me a real insight as to what they classify as fun for physical education. And then what is the educative side of things is what we are trying to implement. Um, so finding that middle balance of both. How do you go with conversations with your students? Um, tell me a little bit about what you've learned from the student voice, great man. I absolutely love this concept of interviewing our biggest cap consumers, which is the students, and just getting their points of view. Uh, we always have conversations with administration, with parents, but how often we actually ask students, uh, it should be more often, some of us may be great at that. Um, but I did learn a lot from the conversations I had with my students. And I was kind of shocked in a sense, because as I had the conversations or even the conversations to ask the students if they'd be interested in having a little interview, it was, I saw a lot of uncertainty and a lot of uh, lack of confidence from the students. Traditionally, I'm almost thinking it could be a cultural thing, but I've also seen this type of kind of behavior back in Canada and the UAE, and especially with this age group of students, it could be just that confidence piece of it and how almost that lack of confidence that could be due from negative experiences, that could be due from just growing up and children in puberty. They just don't, they lack that passion, like hearing your students and you could hear their passion in their voice about the things they love in PE, where that passion's kind of, kind of disappeared and was, has been buried behind a few other things. One thing I took away from that is trying to reach, reach the students at their level. We need to, as educators, find that personal connection that each student will find. It's not what we love of teachers, but it's what trying to discover what they could potentially love down the road and giving them the experiences to uh, see that. That's one that I really took away from the conversations I had with my students. I want to explore that one a little bit more, Jason, in terms of giving me some examples of students that now are adults that are living the examples of the love for physical movement that they showed in your classes that have gone on to actually follow the pathway that you've predicted. Can you share some examples of students that you might have had dealings with that? Because I really love that message that you finished with. It's about trying to find the enthusiasm in the expressions of, of your students that will give examples of how they're going to uh, live their lives moving forward. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think it actually boils down to um, one of my uses of social media is like, I've been actually on the fence lately about keeping it not for still using it. But one of the things I love seeing is my students connect with me. And I, and I have this rule that you, I usually want to accept you as a follower or as a friend on Facebook until you graduated the school or, or until I've left the school. And it's great to see as these students have grown up, like I've, I now have students that I've taught who are approaching now their 30s. And it's always great to see them and just see those pictures of them at uh, baseball tournaments or them playing golf or them trying new sports like disc golf. 
it's great to see those things and it's just on their social media. But the the one thing that I always like to get is those little messages I'll, I'll receive. I just lately received one from a, one of my old athletes uh, when I was in Dubai. He graduated last year. Um, we've since have left Dubai. He actually, I think, left during his grade 12 year. And he sent me a message saying, it's like, hey, coach. Um, <laughs> the funny thing is whenever my students address me, they don't say, hey, Jace. They always refer to me as Mr. Ferguson because they're like, it's weird when I call you Jace. <laughs> But um, he just he sent me a message saying, I tried out for the my University team and I made it and I wanted to thank you for everything. And it's great to see that from that student, because when I first was introduced to him, he he was very, very, very athletically gifted, but had no motivation to be really apply or didn't or lack the perseverance to to try new things and face failure. And that's one of the things I really try to address within my teachings with my students or with anybody is like failure isn't the end. It's not the, at the end of the video game. It is you hit the continue button and you try again, you learn from it. Yeah. And then the other thing I really enjoy is when I come, whenever I come home in the summer, usually in the summers, they go back to Canada and I still play lots of softball as an adult and always try to put together a team, try to get people I've played with throughout the years. We all get together and go to a tournament. And this usually ends up having some of my old students come and play as well. And they love, like, they just come and sit and they have those conversations. And to see the level that they're at, it's like, I remember one of the guys that comes and plays with me, I, I remember teaching him in grade seven. Now he's in his mid-20s, he has his own house, but he still comes and he's a full-grown man. But just seeing the passion that he has when he plays the game, it's just, it just makes makes me realize why I do it and it just hits me right there like that is exactly why I'm in education is to leave an impact on people and that is what I really try to bring to my physical education classes is I don't want you to teach you to be a Mr. Ferguson I want you to I want to teach you and help you become the best version of you and to find your passion to make that personal connection. Hey mate I really love that summary and I don't think we need to add any more to it I know that this has been short and sweet but I've heard you speak that about that before about the connections of students that have followed your journey but you've also followed theirs and I echo those thoughts as well there is no better pleasure knowing that you've helped someone along the way somehow and you can see that out and about and I had a student um, goes back a long long time he's now a teacher as well and posted on Facebook earlier this year that uh, January February was very much overweight um, and spent his lockdown lockdown training and bodybuilding and um, now he is toned ripped and lost all the weight and energetic for life and out running um, which you know is his physical literacy so yeah it's really really pivotal that um, our students can take those little messages that what we give them and go set up their life um, and share their life with others around them but take little pieces of inspiration that they may have got from our classes or may have got from somewhere else to better themselves but also better their outcomes um, yeah no no greater way to understand where students are wanting to 
are wanting to uh, ask, no greater way to, I guess, sorry, tongue-tied that one, no greater way to really connect with a student by allowing them to have maximum input into their own journey um, and see where it flies because that journey doesn't finish. It goes and it goes and it goes. Jace, this, this has been one of the hardest podcasts to put together because we started this, believe it or not, when you went back into school. And within half a week of you going back into school, we hit our second wave of COVID, which shut all of our schools down and literally have only seen students for three days um, on and off for the past 10 weeks. So getting student voice into this podcast for me was astronomically hard. Um, but I hopefully the message that we're sending out to people about listening and connecting and having student voice running through your lessons is strong enough that you can see the the need for it um, and that students want that ownership of their own classes. What do you reckon, mate? Let's round this one up by you giving me your final thought. All right, Andy, let's send this one home in a big way. Um, yeah, this whole podcast, we've been exploring the whole idea of like student voice and having them being part of the lesson. And that is actually one thing that I learned not early in my career. Um, I've been doing it for the most part of my career, but I always thought that physical education was just me trying to make kids passionate about what I like. And I found and because that was how I was taught. And that's what I thought was great. Like I loved my PE teacher growing up. I see that he's he's one of my mentors. Um, he's one of the reasons why I'm I took this profession, and but I was missing that student voice part. Um, student voice is so so very important because we we are in the business of making students uh, physically active, healthy, and well for life, and we can't do that unless they have an invested personal interest. And how do you find that personal interest? Is getting some student voice, having them give some say, having them being part of the process and getting them involved in the learning and not just being a receiver, but a designer of the, the constructs that we use to teach and work with our students. If I know this has been a term that's been thrown around a lot and uh, student voice is just so very powerful, but it's something that can be quite abstract. There's a book by Dr. Craiglia called called student voice and it is a great book and it was actually the starting point to me actually using student voice in a purposeful way in my lessons if you're interested in learning more about that i would definitely look up the book it is literally titled student voice with dr quaglia and they have even activities how to get students voice engaged and activated in your classroom it is an amazing resource <clears throat> yeah um but like one message I could send away with everybody today is get their voice, get the students part of the process, because when you start having students designing and having a voice within the constructs of our lesson design, you will see some major, major improvements. And it's not because the teaching's going to get better. It's because students have a personal interest and invested interest and accountability because they helped make this product. Now they want to be proud of it and make it work well. That is one of the outcomes I've seen when I've when I've infused student voice within my my teaching practice as well. I hope everybody enjoyed this podcast and enjoyed uh, Andy struggling getting the student voice. I, when we had this idea, I knew it was going to be difficult for him. 
he was he's like you said remote teaching i was in teach in person teaching it's easy for me to get my voices from my students but for Annie to get his like that was just next level and all of us appreciate you going above and beyond to show how student voices uh, being infused into your practice and the outcomes of it hope everybody has a great week and i'll catch you next time on the catch up get your head and kiss it.